Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carscatton here at Christian Center Shreveport doing our daily podcast. So glad you joined us today. It's another week. We have important issues. Last Thursday, I, I gave an urgent update about Israel. It's heated up since then. I want to bring another addition to that and prepare our hearts for what's about to happen. It's very serious. We must be on the wall. Israel is heating up. No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. We sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. We sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Now that I love that point there when the battle comes in like darkness, like a flood, the Lord raises up a standard against the enemy. That's where we are right now. Well, welcome. It's Monday. It's the 18th day of December, 2023. Sorry, this is getting out a little bit late. I'm actually recording it on the 18th. I had a busy weekend and just, I just couldn't get clarity about what to speak about today, because this Israel thing is so serious right now. We had Apostle Natasha Gerbich from South Africa, Arrowgate Ministries with us this weekend. We had her on Wednesday last week. If you didn't get to hear those messages, I'd encourage you to go to our platforms and listen to those. Yesterday was unbelievable. Of course, it's more personal for us. We are talking about rebuilding David's tabernacle, and that's what we need right now, because we need a group of people who minister to the Lord as priests first, serve, and then they also go to that place where they go and gain the revelation from heaven. That's not your goal of going in, but when you go into those courts, God speaks, and then we have revelation to come out and decree as kings and establish his will in the earth. That's our, our duty. That's our, as a bondservant of the Lord. That is what we do. We will not see the glory unless we go that direction. And right now with the events of the world, it's so critical right now. Uh, I know sometimes I think people get tired of me talking about Israel, but it is the timepiece of the world. When you look at what's going on there, the war and everybody's hearts being revealed, you got protests in UK and and all around the world, pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas, anti-Israel, you know, how mean they are to the Muslims. Let's talk about how that's, uh, it's almost uh, hypocritical when you look at the Houthis down in Yemen have killed hundreds of thousands of Muslims. Uh, Assad in Syria killed hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Muslims throughout the generations that's happened. But this is recent. There were no protests around the world for that. So it's only when Israel gets engaged is when it becomes something that they want to deal with. And that's why it's so critical for us to know that. So this is one event that came out in the Jerusalem Post. It was an article uh, It came out this weekend or yesterday. Matter of fact, I think it came out uh, from the U.S. ambassador uh, to Israel. Um, I think he's a new appointment, but Martin Indyk, uh, he spoke one day after Netanyahu boasted that he, he had thwarted the, the creation of Palestinian state during his more than 16 years of office. So 
Um, this was a really angered our uh, the ambassador, the U.S. ambassador, and um, he made a point and he made a public statement that. Um, And this is a statement that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu lied to the world leaders in the past when he spoke of supporting a two-state solution to the Palestinian conflict. This was a charge by the U.S. Ambassador Israel Martin Indyk. So all those, end quote, all those promises to world leaders about commitment to a two-state solution it was a bunch of lies. And all those enablers who swore Bibi was serious about it, about peace, and having some explaining, has some explaining to do. Indic wrote on his post on X, which is the former Twitter, on Sunday. And he, and he said that, you know, that, that Benjamin Netanyahu has said that for years. So he said, I'm this is what Benjamin said. He says, quote, I am proud that I prevented the creation of a Palestinian state because today everyone understands what the Palestinian state could have been uh, could have been now that we saw the small Palestinian state in Gaza, Netanyahu said on Sunday night during a press conference. Okay, so he referenced the Hamas-run Gaza as an example of a type of terror-run state that could have created been created in the West Bank as well if Palestinian state had been created there. We understand that what would have been if we had caved to the international pressure and allowed that kind of state in Judea and Samaria, he said. In one of the most clear statements against the Palestinian state he has made, Netanyahu backed the vision of two states for two peoples in his historic bar, uh, Elon, uh, they call it Elon Declaration. He clarified that he meant a demilitarized zone, and that's what he's saying, or demilitarized state. So Netanyahu has been cautious about denouncing that bar Elon declaration in the past, and he threw support behind the U.S. President Donald Trump's two-state vision. And though, so since returning to office last year, he has led the government, um, I'm talking about Netanyahu, has led the government this direction. Uh, this is pretty interesting. As we look at this, he's led it and he's denounced the Palestinian statehood, the issue of a Palestinian statehood, which until the Gaza War has been a, a dormant issue, has returned to the headlines as Biden administration has spoken of placing Gaza under the Palestinian Authority rule, which, you know, we can't accept. It's just proven that it's a hotbed for terrorists. Right now, they're having to go into the West Bank and find weapons everywhere, uh, terrorist plans everywhere in, in the West Bank. This is the problem of, of allowing, quote, peace to sit there and do nothing about going into those places because they have used the season of, quote, peace, the Palestinians, uh, terrorists have, to build up an army and to weaponize. Uh, it was recent months, a, Palis a, a, a uh, parliament member from Jordan who comes to Israel quite often to speak to Palestinians in the West Bank, he was always able to go around security because he's a politician. And um, they had a tip. They pull him over, and his car's full of weapons. You know how long has that been going on? You know that they have been hauling weapons in from Jordan. So uh, he's been blunt in his opposition to the plan, explaining this is what Netanyahu said that the 1993 Oslo Accord, which created the PA, was a mistake. He's accused the PA of supporting terror. 
given that it provides monthly stipends to terrorists and their families and in light of its failure to condemn Hamas' October 7 attack on Israel. You understand that. If you don't know the history there, uh, when a terrorist in the West Bank attacks a Jewish family or Jewish uh, target, not only are they um, celebrated, but they get monthly uh, payments for doing that uh, from the Palestinian Authority. And this is the authority that President Biden wants to take control of Gaza. Other world leaders want them to take over. This is the government. So Indic, the, the U.S. ambassador, said that Netanyahu had always intended to destroy the Oslo and therefore the degeneration and choking the PA became the essential part of that effort, even as the PA cooperated with maintaining Israel's security in the West Bank, which is a joke. So as an American, I repent for the ignorance of our, our leadership there that has made such statements, which is not true. Um, they, yes, they, they, they've not attacked fully, and that's because of Israel's you know, army, but the fact is they've been building up weaponry, planning, attacks, etc. So, but now Oslo and PA are back, resurrected by the United States, Israel's only friend in the crisis, they say. Hmm. Well, and the Sunni Arab leaders, and the, who will not support any of Bibi's delusional day-after schemes. So if Bibi sticks to his guns, Israel will have to reoccupy Gaza, run it, and pay for it in the face of opposition from the United States and Arab states. It's not sustainable, the index said. So he predicted that if U.S. Uh, President Joe Biden stands his ground, Netanyahu will cave. This is the important part for us to pray. So a a two-state solution is vital for peace with Saudi Arabia. Um, This is what Lindsey Graham said. They said the support for a two-state resolution in the conflict was essential if they wanted to create additional normalization ties to other countries, and particularly Saudi Arabia. So here's uh, our Senator Lindsey Graham, who's a Republican, quote, conservative, who now is playing a role. This is why it's so serious, because now you got not only the president involved, but now you have conservative leaders, you have Saudi Arabia, you have pressure from the world to create this two-state solution, which is unacceptable. Uh, went on to say, the article went on to say, I can tell you Saudi Arabia, this is uh, Lindsey Graham, and other Arab countries cannot normalize with Israel if they're, if they're seen, if they're having been seen as throwing the Palestinians under the bus. That's what Graham said yesterday on Meet the Press. So he says, we have two choices, continue the death spiral or use October 7 as a catalyst for change. He said, I think the Arabs are going to demand some from a two-state solution to recognize Israel. I think Israel is going to demand security buffers differently than before, and they need to make those demands. I don't know how this ends, but I tell you this. If we don't get this right this time, we're talking about another generation of just tit-for-tat death. Graham said. So this is a scary part. And that's why I'm bringing this warning. You know, we yesterday in our meeting talked about, uh, Apostle Natasha brought about it, but we, we reiterated it, is that a land in our nations, most of our nations that are listening to this podcast today, are blessed because we have Jewish people in the land. It's in Matthew 24 where Jesus said, when you do this unto them, you take care of my brethren, my brothers. Uh, he says, it's, you've done it unto me. 
So the blessing that I know is upon America, especially because we have over 11, probably 12 million Jews in our land. They're prospering here. It's a safe haven for them, regardless of their sin, regardless of the evil that they do. It's still a safe place. It keeps the covenant people, the promised people, a land to live and survive until one day they do return to the land and and fulfill all the promises which were given to Abraham and all the patriarchs. So there is a blessing upon our country right now because of that. Now, this war is pushing people out of their nations, Jewish people. They're leaving Europe. They're leaving Russia. They're leaving other countries and heading back home to Israel, which is prophetic. Okay, so this is where it gets really convoluted because um, this needs to happen, but the evil that's perpetrated behind it is, is very scary. And so for our responsibility, we have to pray accordingly. And for us, this is a warning for us. You understand, if we, we don't stop this two-state solution talk and this progression toward that, we're going to have possibly premature world war. We're going to have premature things that are going to happen that we don't want to see happen yet in God's timing, obviously. But first of all, God says, I come against all nations that divide my land, Joel chapter 3. So here we go. We also have a prophecy over America by multiple prophets that if we participate, what you're listening to, you have a U.S. ambassador, you have the United States president, and you have a, a, a conservative Republican senator all touting dividing the land. So therefore, the prophecy over our land is that God would divide America. And there's a a fault line in America up the Mississippi River uh, that we believe the Great Madrid fault line that has been seen in visions and dreams of of, uh, earthquake hitting it and literally dividing and flooding most of the center part of our country. Where I live, Louisiana, most Louisiana would go underwater if that prophecy is fulfilled. So this is where we are. It's an urgent update. I'm asking you to go to the wall with me. Uh, I'm repenting for behalf of the Americans' involvement in this, our president, our U.S. ambassador, who speaks for the president, and then also for conservative leaders who are participating with this. And you have your own countries. You have uh, your own leaders doing the same exact thing. So, Lord, we do repent for that. And, And then we ask that God's timing be perfect and that it wouldn't be according to what they want to do in their timelines. So, Lord, I just pray, and I ask everybody on this podcast to join with me. Lord, we stand with you right now. We stand with your purposes in the land. We say that, Lord, the land belongs to you. It's yours, and you have placed the Jewish people, your covenant people, to be stewards of that land. We repent, Father, for our leaders, our presidents, our ambassadors, our senators, all who are who are touting dividing of the land. We do not want any part of that. I repent and I ask that, Lord, you help us reject that notion and that, Father, your timing, your will be done on this issue in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. All right, God bless you. Come back tomorrow. We'll do another podcast today. Well, thanks for listening today and each and every day. We're almost at the end of the year. So we want to thank you for helping us all year long with your giving and your support, listening to us, sharing this with your friends. It's such a blessing to us. Don't forget, you can give at the end of the year. We'll send out tax 
donation notices. Um, if you'll give at this time, just put on their podcast or you can put pipeline, you can put Christian center, whatever you like on your, your offering, but we're so grateful that it helps us keep this ministry going. Go to our website, christiancentersreport.com, or you can do it on our app. There's a give button there as well. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.